You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hey friends, our thought today comes from the book of Hebrews chapter 3 verses 12 to 19. You're going to want to read those seven verses before you continue. Have you ever been on a long road trip? You've been driving hundreds of kilometers, you've been behind the wheel for hours, and you start to get tired. The oncoming headlights and the hum of the road starts to have this hypnotic effect. Your eyes are heavy, your blinks are getting longer and longer, your head nods and snaps back up only to nod again. And even though you're hurling down the highway at exactly 100 kilometers an hour, because you know I always set my cruise control to never surpass the posted speed limit, okay, maybe not, But even though your mind knows you're moving at a dangerous speed, there is this whisper in your foggy brain that you can close your eyes just for the briefest moment and it will be okay. And of course, at this moment, you're in real danger. And so is everybody else on the road who's anywhere near you. Steps need to be taken immediately or else you will be lulled into a catastrophic crash. Nobody starts their road trip planning on falling asleep at the wheel. The problem is time and tiredness lulls them to a place where they don't even recognize the state they're in. Or if they do, they fail to take quick, decisive action. Same thing happens spiritually. Nobody begins following Jesus with the intention of blowing up their spiritual life or leaving him altogether at some later date. But it happens all the time. I've seen it. I've been at risk of doing it. And this is where the writer of Hebrews crosses our path. You see, he's writing to a weary audience. There is this persecution fatigue they're feeling. Suffering has taken its toll. And and they are at the risk of spiritually falling asleep at the wheel. They're experiencing what I now know. That there are these times in our spiritual journey, like those moments of sudden sleepiness in the car, when, for whatever reason, there's this whisper in your ear telling you you might as well take a break. It doesn't matter if you give in to temptation. You don't need to put in the effort to read your Bible. You pretty much know what it says anyway. And the effort to pray, well, it's just too much right now. Caring for your neighbors? Well, you're too tired. It's okay to slack off just for a while. When you find yourself thinking like that, you need to do the equivalent of stopping the car, getting out, doing some vigorous exercise on the side of the road, slapping yourself in the face, guzzle a coffee or a Red Bull, maybe get some proper rest, for you are at risk of a catastrophic spiritual crash. Look at verse 12. Watch out, brothers and sisters, so that there won't be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart that departs from the living God. But encourage each other daily so that none of you is hardened by sin's deception. He's pinpointing that whisper voice, which he says, in effect, hardens our heart, meaning our nod-off blinks get longer and longer, and it's only a matter of time before we leave the road and leave God and crash. And to drive home his point, look at verse 16 to 18. Who is it who becomes hard-hearted and spiritually crashes and burns? It was the children of Israel who had come out of Egypt under Moses' leadership, who had witnessed the Red Sea parting, whose feet had walked on the seabed. 
They saw the pillar of fire. They were the ones who ate the manna. In other words, he says, don't think that just because you had the best of intentions when you got in the car, don't think that just because you have all these spiritual miles under your belt that you won't feel sleepy somewhere down the road. And what is the result of not taking drastic action? Verse 19. And we see that they were unable to enter the rest because of unbelief. They were unable to enter the promised land because of their unbelief. The people in Moses' time stopped believing in God's promised land. Instead, they believed in a lie. And that is the ever-present danger that we face. That tiredness or temptation will cause us to spiritually nod off, to take our eyes off Jesus. Remember, it is a writer of Hebrews who later is going to conclude to us, fix your eyes on Jesus. Well, when we stop believing in his promises, we stop following his path, we'll go around and around in the desert until unbelief has finally crowbarred out any faith and affection for Jesus from our hearts. And it happens in incremental blinks. So beware. In this time of COVID, I find myself really missing spiritual community. I'm missing the inevitable encouragement and spiritual adrenaline that I get from being with others. Without community, my spiritual blinks are getting longer and longer. I need to address that. What what about you? How soft is your heart to Jesus today? Has your reading of his word stalled out? Has your prayer life nodded off? Are you giving into temptations that you are minimizing or excusing away? All of those things will pull your eyes off him. And if not addressed, we'll see your spiritual life come to a crash. So pull the car over. Take some time to rest in the gospel and commit to those things that you did at the start of your trip that kept Jesus firmly centered in your gaze. May God be with you today.